Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Broncos country. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. Touchdown Denver. All right, everybody, welcome into another episode of Touchdown Denver, hosted by myself, George Stoy, my good friend, Nick Ferguson. Nick, what's going on, man? I'm fired up, George. I don't know about you, but I am fired up on this uh, this Thursday, man. Let's go. Yeah, we, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, what's new with the Broncos? It seems like every week we've got just some chaotic, wild story coming out of Denver. This week, Nick, um, you know, after we recorded on Tuesday, I, be, I believe it was Tuesday, maybe Tuesday evening, uh, a report came out on NFL Network from Tom Pelissero, uh saying that Russell Wilson has lost part of the locker room. Of course, this took on a story of its own here uh, in the local media. And uh, uh, the next day, uh, there was a report from Nine News that Russell had a birthday party and, quote, about half the team uh, showed up to it. And this was a very clear um, situation where it was like, oh, well, Half the team showed up to his birthday party, and of course, people ran with that. Nick, it's it's been a wild, you know, forty eight hours of just honestly ridiculous and chaotic news. Obviously, Russell Wilson came out, you know, sort of denied the report in a way that I mean, he can't really like, you know, be like, oh no, it's there's it's not true whatsoever, you know. But his teammates, that's who came out and denied it really hard. Coach Hackett talked about it a little bit and, and denied it. Uh, just just Nick. Thoughts on the last 48 hours and just the chaos that has pursued uh, or, you know, with with Russell Wilson. Well, first of all, th- I guess that's the word of the day. Uh, it's chaos. And when you look at this team and how how they've struggled thus far, uh, it's like it's 
like piling on. Everyone's looking to pile on on this team, especially uh, on Russell. So I would love to tell you that I'm surprised, uh, but I'm not because early on in the season, I was hearing that same thing from other me media members when we had practice and the conversation was always like, well, Russ was lost the locker room. And I'm asking those individuals, well, how do you know that? Now they had their sources uh, inside, but they, ne they would never say if it was a player or an administrator, but they told me they is coming from a very credible source that Russell had lost the, the locker room. I'm like, well, I'm here majority of the time and, I'm not getting those indications. And then the conversation obviously flipped to how positive Russ is and how Russ is not showing any emotion. And he's like a robot or whatever, danger, danger, real Robertson. But it's just like, no, he's not a robot. The idea is that, hey, this is a very positive guy going through some uh, epic struggles and everyone is like, you know, taking a bite out of him. So I wasn't really surprised. And be totally honest, George. I'm not really surprised at anything that happens in our local media uh, anymore. So my, my, what I'm what I'm thinking about is what's next? What's going to happen after the Baltimore game? You know, throw some more uh, stuff out there. So yeah, I wasn't too shocked. Yeah, well, it, let, let's let's hear from Russell here. We have the audio uh, him him you know addressing it and being asked about it yesterday at practice, and, and then we can kind of talk about what he said and and also. Uh, what some of it, some of his teammates said. So here's the audio from Broncos.com. Uh, you know, everybody wants to win. We all want to win, you know, and uh, nobody wants to win, you know, more than me and this team and what we want to be able to do. I think also as well, uh, I mean, I got great relationships in that locker room. Uh, so whoever's trying to tear it down, uh, you can't, you know, I think that the best thing about it is, is that it's been an amazing journey coming here, moving here, being here. Uh, guys like Cortland Sutton, guys like Justin Simmons, guys like Dalton Reisner. Um, Watching a guy like DJ Jones, who I used to play against, you know, several times a year, uh, you know, a tremendous football player, you know, different guys, you know, Kendall Hinton, how he's stepped up and stepped in as, as a friend and so much more. Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, all these guys, I can go down the list, Savi, um, you know, guys up front, you know, this is a great, great team, you know, and we got a great players. I'm, I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to play with this team and these guys, um, you know, and so, you know, there's always noise, especially when things aren't going the way that you want it to. Um, all the time, and so the thing is, is that uh, you, you don't you don't bat an eye. You know that you know the, my biggest goal every day um, is is to is to continue to to try to lead at the highest level, um, and to to be consistent every day with my approach. Nick, here here's my thoughts on this. Look, one, I I don't I don't buy it that he's he's you know lost part of the locker room or whatever the exact terminology was, and and. For those wondering, too, Tom Pelissero kind of walked it back, Nick. I don't know if you saw that. They have, like, a daily podcast. He went on it yesterday on Wednesday, and basically, I mean, he didn't, like, say, I take back what I said, but basically it was like, I wish I would have worded things differently, uh, which kind of tells me, like, one, somebody probably got in his ear about it, and two, he's like, wait a second, I think I may have uh, gotten this wrong or, you know, misconstrued it the wrong way. Uh, and then, Nick, I think it's important to note that Russell, uh, uh, Dalton Reisner, Justin Simmons, and Nathaniel Hackett all got up on that podium yesterday and were asked about it multiple times. And every all, all three of them said, totally not true. Uh, we we love Russell. And I don't think they'd get up there and just like well, – well, I guess they could get up there and lie, but I don't think those guys would do that. Those three guys don't strike me as people that would do that. And I would also tell you that – there were other people in the locker room when I went on in there that were also very supportive of Russ. So 
I, I, I think that I'm not saying I, I think here, here's the difference, Nick. There's a difference between losing the locker room and people just being frustrated. I think that's what should have been said is like, there's people in that locker room that are frustrated. Are they frustrated at Russell? I mean, maybe I think they're frustrated at everybody, right? They just want to win. They're, they're frustrated at themselves. Right. So I think that that's the part that gets lost in all of this. And you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Russell has lost some of the locker room. But from the interactions that I've had, the people that I've talked to, and Nick, you know, I'm there every day. Maybe. I'm in there every single day. I'm in that locker room every single day. I don't think they've lost. I don't think he's lost the locker room. I think people are frustrated. And sure, they might be frustrated at the offense because they're not holding up their end of the bargain. But it doesn't mean that they've uh, all of a sudden don't trust in Russell and his leadership. Well, you're right, and you hit the nail on the head. It is that frustration is viewed as being a lack of uh, a leadership. And it's wild as though you look at the Broncos' offense and all the struggles that they're having, and all of that rests on the shoulder of one person, and that's Russell Wilson. And I get it. It's a quarterback-driven league, and we prop quarterbacks up on this pedestal. But the, the biggest thing also is they, uh, especially here locally, they love to rip them apart. And, and, you know, just because the guys are frustrated, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not together. Yeah, when, you, when you're struggling like this team is and you're not getting blown out, you're losing close games. I mean, with the exception of what happened in the Panthers game earlier this week, I mean, the Broncos have been in most of their games. It's just their inability uh, to finish. So that can be frustrating. And we, we saw the exchange on the sideline between Purcell and Russell Wilson, and that too was overblown. And this just this team is just trying to find their way out, George. But what's happening is, and you heard both Hackett and Russell talk about it. When you're not playing well, you're going to get attacked. You're going to be criticized. To me, that's par for the course. We know that's going to happen. That's part of our job as the media to point out every single thing. But some in this market have taken it a step too far. It's not just uh, talking about the good and the bad. It is just trying to find something and focus on it. Now, when it was said that some of his teammates were there, someone in their mind said, oh, if some of the teammates were there, that means all of the teammates were not there. So that is the indication of Russell having a problem in the locker room. And I don't like that type of uh, journalist, you know, type of uh, approach. If you're going to tell uh, or talk about a situation, tell it the correct way. But this is kind of, a, I, I, I guess, when I look at the media, I'm a part of the media, but I don't do some of the things that some of the individuals are doing. They're just trying to create a divide in that locker room. I've seen it before. And if you can do that, you can definitely rip the team apart, you know, at it seems. And when, when, when Russ was on the podium yesterday, he was asked questions about, you know, what is his thought on, thoughts on Nathaniel Hackett? And he was just like, hey, man, we love Hackett. You know, he's a coach. He's a good teacher. He said all the right things uh, about Nathaniel Hackett. And I don't believe that he is lying. He may truly believe that. But on the outside, based on what the record is, you know, there are a lot of fans uh, who have been duped by the media to believe that there's some other things going on in that locker room. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
on your happy price, price line. Also, can we just say, Nick, and, and you know, I, I personally have never actually had a birthday party, mostly because it's in the summer and all my friends are on vacation. You know, <laughs> wait, or, wait, wait, wait. You, you, you have, well, you, it's not that you've never had a birthday not, party. Not with like my friends. I, oh. I've had one with my family and stuff like that. I've never been a big birthday party guy, but I would just like to say if like 30 people, which if, if about half the team is like, uh, let, let's say 30 people showing up, 30 players showing up, I would be thrilled if 30 people showed up to my birthday party. I'd be like, this is awesome. You know? <laughs> so I, the, these people that are like, oh my God, no one came to his birthday party. It's like, man, like there's probably like 40, 50 guys there. And you know, like DJ Jones, I think tweeted about it. And he's like, yeah, like 70, 80% of the team showed up. Like that's a really good turnout for a birthday party. But Anyways, that's beside the point. I don't really want to talk about birthday parties. I just had to get that out of the way because I just wait, 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 wait. You don't want to talk about birthday parties? Do they make you sad? No, no, no. I just no. I just I think it's a ridiculous narrative, and I think it's a it's a ridiculous thing that was out there yesterday. That I'm just like, can we move on? Like this is just stupid. It's it's the same with all the other. You know, again, you talked about the criticism of Russell. The amount of stuff that he has been criticized for this year is just out of this world ridiculous, and. Sure, criticize the guy for how he's playing on the field. Go ahead. I mean, he is he's statistically having the worst season of his career, you know, whatever. But all this stuff that they're talking about off the field, I'm like, come on, guys. Like, what are what are we doing here? And uh, it just it just irritates me. So that's why I don't want to talk about too much of the birthday stuff. I did want to play the Hackett audio, Nick, of him defending Russell because I think it's important to hear it from him, uh, him defending his quarterback. And I tweeted it out yesterday. Nathaniel Hackett, Say what you will about him as a head coach, and, and maybe it doesn't work out here, and it looks like it's maybe trending in that direction. But that guy has taken a lot of bullets for a lot of people this year, and it's gotten up there and answered every single question the right way. And I, I thought it was—I thought it was really well said what he said yesterday about Russell Wilson. And here's the audio from Broncos.com. Uh, yeah, you know, I heard, I heard that a little bit. Uh, I mean, to me, it's all gossip. I mean, I know how this locker room—we I mean, have a fantastic locker room. Um, when you look at a guy like Russ, I mean, he, he's unbelievable. I mean, he works. I mean, I've never seen somebody work that hard. I've never seen somebody uh, try to embrace a team like he has uh, while he's here. I mean, just just from everything that he does, from walkthroughs to helping. I mean, how, how he is in the community. I mean, Russ is awesome, and, and we just need to do better as a team. It, it's that simple. And all that stuff, you know, it is, it is what it is. Um, you know, I love Russ. Nick, let me ask you this. I have a two-parter for you, and then we got to take a break. Uh, one, what 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 can that do when when the coach comes out and, and backs you up? And two, when something like this gets reported, it feels like it, it can go one of two ways. One, it can either divide a locker room, and I, I know you mentioned that earlier, or maybe is this something that could spark these guys? Maybe piss them off a little bit and say, you know what, I'm t- we're tired of them coming after our guy. Maybe even Russell gets a little pissed off because I'm sure he's like. Man, like, what what more do I have to, like, do uh, to get people's approval, especially off the field stuff? It's like the dude's just a good guy. Like, it doesn't make any sense. But do you think this could maybe rally the guys and and maybe spark them? Again, I don't, I don't know if they can win, you know, the last six games. But, you know, maybe spark them and move them in the right direction. Yeah, I can. Uh, this team has been struggling. They've been searching uh, for that spark. And, and that's why we saw that uh, interaction between – Mike Purcell and Russell Wilson, you know, during the Panthers game, because you're trying to find any way to win, you know, ball games. If this negative situation is something that propels them forward, 
then I'm all for it. And it's great to have a vote of confidence from your head coach who he himself has been under scrutiny uh, at a maximum level as well. And I will not be surprised, and I've been in this situation before, when someone breaks man code or man law, and it seems as though that has been the case. Well, we don't know who said what, but we know something was said for this kind of to be the, the lead story on NFL Network, and especially here locally, you can bet your butt that there's a conversation right now, and there's a meeting, or if it didn't happen yesterday, it's happening this morning, where all those guys are getting up, and Justin Simmons and a lot of those leaders are expressing themselves. Anything that happens in this locker room, we keep it between ourselves. We know how the media is right now. They're looking for uh, anything to divide us. We can't allow that to happen. And if we or anyone on this team has an issue with someone else on this team, you deal with that person directly. Listen, I almost just kind of took it back there to when I was playing because we actually had this happen. We had to do this with one of my teams that I play for. I will not tell you which one, but we had to get together as a unit, coaches out of the out of the locker room or out of the meeting room, and there was an airing of grievances. You know, we never really found out who said what, but the idea was that if anyone in this locker room, in this meeting room, were to say something that was happening internally, we're going to deal with it internally. Now, we never got to that point, so I didn't know how we were going to deal with it, but that was kind of pretty much the message. And I can easily see that message being kind of uh, dispersed or disseminated throughout that locker room. So, yes, it could fire these guys up to go out and play uh, Baltimore. Does that mean that they're going to win? We don't know, but we'll dive into that a little later. Yeah, I mean, you heard it here first. If the Broncos win on Sunday, it's because the media right? The media gets the gets the credit. That's that's what I heard from that, Nick. Uh, but uh, let's take a quick break and then we'll dive into some more Russell Wilson stuff and, and maybe some more on the field stuff, because uh, I know that's what the people actually want to hear. 